quite unusual. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Quite Unusual podcast. I am Noelle. And I am Nicole. And we would like to welcome you to the podcast that tells you a creepy story, sometimes 100% true, sometimes, well, I guess no one knows, but (laughs) it's always quite unusual. Yes. For this week's topic, we are getting down in ghost town. That's right. We're going to cover succubus, incubus, and of course, a few stories of people that have claimed to have had relationships. (laughs) Wink, we're winking. (laughs) with the deceased ghost sex na 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 ghost sex sexy and spooky Mm. oh i have an exciting thing actually that i want to bring up okay i would like to announce to everyone Ooh, a formal announcement Uh uh-huh oh my god um make sure you're sitting down because one of my favorite shows ever is coming back on tv okay that show would be Unsolved Mysteries. (gasps) What? Yes. (laughs) I don't know how I didn't know this because I recently just saw a trailer for it on, I think, Facebook. Yeah. It's coming back July 1st. Oh, my. That's in like one day. (laughs) Netflix is rebooting it. I know. Oh, bless Netflix. Yeah. Sadly, no Robert Stack because he's no longer with us. Mm. But it's so exciting. Is he with us in spirit? I think he would be. I think he is. Mm -hmm. He's here right now. Oh, my God. I got goosebumps. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. But that's very exciting. I know. So, everyone, mark your calendars. Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, July 1st. Do you actually have a real calendar? I have one on my phone. Does that yes. count? Okay. Yeah, okay. I was like, do you like have one that you run on? No. Because that's a whole other level. Know. And I would be really impressed. Yeah. No. Well, I do have one, but I don't. It's like hanging on the other side of my cabinet, but I mm. don't actively change the page whenever the month changes. So yeah. it'll be like February and then it's like April and I'm like, oh, forgot to change the pages. Yeah. But it's still there. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> Put it um in your... Did you know what? Just do it. Just on Monday. It's coming out. Yeah. So, wait, is that the first? No. Wednesday's the first. Oh, my God. Terrible. Because the second's my mom's birthday, and that's Thursday. Happy birthday, Mom. Wow. Happy well, birthday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the first is on a Wednesday, and I will be hopefully binging Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Yeah, so I just had a I just had to call that out for all of our uh, listeners who probably are just as obsessed with that show as I am. I think that's most of. I hope it's most of our yeah, listeners. I know. Well, very cool, very exciting. I had no idea. Yeah. Yay. So I, should we get into to ghost sex? Should we get down? I love get down in ghost town. I wrote it <laughs> at like two in the morning when yeah. I was um I had drank a lot of gin. <laughs> Ooh, okay and i was singing getting down in ghost town of course you were singing and my partner was like i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> it's like bye May. yeah so um should we should we get our pottery wheels out and start singing <laughs> some unchained melodies swayze in the room right now oh, my, love, my swayze are those the words yeah okay all right well now that we're all at our wheels and patrick swayze is mm. standing behind us nestled up against mm. us using his ghost hands Mm-mm. 
Um, have you, Nicole, have you ever heard of having sex with ghosts? I have heard of it. Um, I actually first heard of it from uh, the Nicole Richie show. She, she claims show? She, she had like two shows um, <laughs> on like VH1 or something, but she claims that she has had sex with the ghost before and actually quite a few of other celebrities have also made that claim. Yes. And we will talk about that later. I promise. Mm hmm. Okay, so sexual liaisons with spirits is called spectrophilia. Mm. And honestly, it sort of seems like it's on the rise to me. Yeah, for sure. I think it's because of all the celebrity, all of their accounts. And I think that's like bringing it to light more so for people. Yeah. So it's like if you've had it before and you're just like too embarrassed to say it. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, well, Nicole Richie talks about it. So yeah, exactly. Maybe I will too. All right. Yeah. Spectrophilia, which is just a very fun name to me. Mm. It's classified as both a phenomenon and a fetish. So that's super fun. Mm. Um, depending on how you use the term, it can also be described as like an attraction to inanimate objects. But to me, that seems a little bit unfair. Right. So that just reminds me of, have you ever seen the TLC show, My Strange Addiction? Yes. There was one episode where a guy was in love with his car. Yes. And it's it's the funniest thing I've probably ever seen in my life. I was embarrassed for him. <laughs> he like, he kisses it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he like also says that he has sex with it. He absolutely does. And this, okay. Maybe we should just put out like a little warning here. This is going to be a sexy ass episode. So if you're not cool with like. If you're not comfortable with your sexuality or anything sexual, probably just don't listen to this one. Maybe check back next week. If there are children around you, probably don't let them listen. <laughs> or take this as a great opportunity to talk to them about the love between a man and a car. Mm-hmm. Which is not normal. Yeah. And it's it's funny because. He has like a name for it. So I Googled it before. <laughs> Googled it before. Cause I was like, there was definitely a, a guy with the car thing. So he, the name is Chase. He named the car Chase. Oh. It's not even like a cool car. It's like a 2005 Chevy sedan. Do you know what color it was? It's red. Oh my God. But so in like the voiceover of the show, uh, My Strange Addiction, the voiceover is like, he met Chase in a resale lot. <laughs> That's where I've met all of he my past lovers. A car in a resale lot. Well, if you're in love with something, I think it goes from being like an inanimate object to sort of like an entity in your life. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I agree. <laughs> there's all right. There's all types of love in this world. Right. Yes. Do I think it's interesting <laughs> that a man wants to put his uh, body parts inside of a car? Mm. I don't think it's interesting. I think it's um, uh, it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing that exists in yeah. the world. But I'm not here to say don't do it as long as right. you're not hurting anyone but yourself, <laughs> which you actually might. I don't get doing that. PSA: Do not put <laughs> gasoline on your genitals. Oh, yeah, that's a big don't. Don't do that. This is getting off the fucking rails. Yeah. But I, so the point of that was like, <laughs> I don't think I would classify him in the same boat as people having sex with ghosts, you know? Yeah. It's kind of oh, like a broad, yeah. like to say that that's, uh, what is it? Spectrophilia yeah. is the same as, 
I don't know. That's that's two separate things for me. So I think it's a way, which we'll find a lot in this mm-hmm. episode. It's a way for science to sort of explain it away. True. You true, know, like, true. well, they're just in love with an inanimate object. Yeah. I'm burping. We're going to make a shirt that says I'm burping dash Noel. I'm leaving that in. No. <laughs> like you left in my other burps. Thanks. So through my research into this one, I didn't come across a single story of a man, like a contemporary uh-huh. story, of a man having a relationship with like an otherworldly being. I'm wondering if it's just because women are like more open sexually. Like, yeah. I don't know. But I've always felt like women have this ability to like kind of see like beyond Mm-hmm. more so than men almost like a sixth sense or like their intuition or something yeah i agree with that also but i think that's definitely true it's just not in the spiritual sense of seeing things <laughs> men have what i like to call man eyes the man eye syndrome the man eye syndrome basically uh-huh. they could look for something on a shelf and that thing could be sitting directly in front of them and they yeah. just they just won't see it and then they'll be like i can't find the salt shaker and then i'll come up and be like, it's directly in front of your eyes. So yeah, I guess I think women are just definitely more intuitive and also sensitive to those kinds of things. Yeah. So so anyways, there is um a lot of there are a lot of people that claim that they have had actual real sex with ghosts. Mm-hmm. I kinda wanna get into like a description of what it's like. That's a good idea. So I bet because I know we're probably all wondering now, like, what does sex with a ghost feel like, right? I Honestly, I super am. (laughs) I don't want to use the word jealous, but I just want to like, I want to know what I want to know. Yeah. Oh, of course. And either you've just turned this podcast off because of that, because you're just like feeling pretty awkward right now, or you're still with us for ghost sex. So either way, let's, let's see how all of this works. (laughs) I'm imagining that either we're going to lose like a bunch of like just really upstanding, decent (laughs) followers or we're just going to gain like a shitload of like really depraved perverts. Either way. And we're here for that. (laughs) We're here. So let's get on with the depravity. Jump on board. (laughs) Okay. So how does it work? So most people who have experienced ghost sex say they experience it almost like a dream or as if it's as if they were falling in and out of sleep. So you know that like Mm. weird in between, like when you're on like the cusp of sleep and being awake. Right. How you like where you are in the mindset of when it happens. Yeah. Like they say that, do you ever like twitch when you're falling asleep? Yes. Mm -hmm. So they say that the body and the mind fall asleep, not together, but separate. So when you twitch, it's because your Mm -hmm. mind is asleep, but your body's like, whoa, 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 like trying to catch up with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you twitch because your nerves are still reactive. Yeah. But your mind is asleep. So it's kind of like to wake your mind up and be like, wait, we're Mm -hmm. sleeping? And they have a little conference. Yeah. So scientists, the reason is because scientists claim that our brains are at their most vulnerable at this time. So we're able to experience hallucinations and dreams and I guess also sex with ghosts. And we're already there. We're already into science trying to explain this away, basically. 
<laughs> so people often describe that they can feel the ghost touching them and in specific places on their body. So not just like an overall feeling, but like, mm-hmm. oh, he's touching my arm. You know, like they can feel specifically where on the body. That's cool. Yeah. Some people have even described, they've described it as an actual touch. Some yeah. people also describe it just as like, a presence or an energy of a sense that you're being touched. Yeah. So not exactly like a physical, but like something's there type of thing. Okay. So like you can feel it in a a mental yeah, way. Yeah. Like, like you can sense it. Okay. People describe the sensation of having ghost sex with the ghost as being deeper and more satisfying than normal sex. And it's apparently more passionate and people claim that it feels more natural than just actual sex. Okay, again, I don't want to use the word jealous. Mm. But are we, like, missing out right now? It kind of seems like it. Like, how do we turn this shit up to 11? Well, so also when I was reading, it was like, don't ask for it because then you might open a door into something you don't want to be. So it just kind of has to happen organically. So don't go out looking for ghost sex. Okay, so if I don't open my legs to them, Mm -hmm. I won't open a door to them. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Duly noted. Mm. I just want to say that I feel like, you know how they say like sex should be an emotional experience more than just like a physical experience. Mm -hmm. So it makes total sense to me that it goes from like, If a physical, like the best sex you've ever had is like a five on a scale from one to 10, Mm -hmm. it makes total fucking sense that just the the emotional aspect and like the spiritual aspect would just blow your mind. Yeah. Because it's, well, that's what it is. It's mostly spiritual and emotional. It's not so much physical at all, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. So... (laughs) I mean, unless Patrick Swayze is behind you. Yeah. Teaching you how to mold that. R.I.P. He could dirty dance on me any day. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. So psychotherapist Tina Radzizewicz. Don't know if that's how you say it, but kind of seems like it. A lot of Z's in this one. Yeah. Uh, She believes that ghost sex can be explained just by simple hallucinations while in a dreamlike state. Okay. So she claims that hallucinations can be very vivid and weird in this state of the mind and that you can also hallucinate a touching sensation while you're in the state, which is kind of creepy if you think about that. Yeah. But it also kind of makes sense because in that state, that's where you're on like the line of sleep versus awake. Yeah. So it almost kind of seems like anything can happen. Ooh. (laughs) Ghosts gone wild. Yeah. So, I mean, I believe... Like, I believe in all of that. Like, have you ever, have you ever, like, fallen asleep on the couch, like, right before you're going to go to bed and, like, been in that sort of weird in-between state where you're kind of on the verge of waking up? Like, when you were, like, pulled out of sleep, if your alarm goes off and you're, like, in the middle of a dream, like, kind of like that, and then you wake up and you're like, what the hell is happening? Yes. Type of thing. Yeah, like, your alarm goes into your dream. Yeah. And actually, um, so my mom likes to, like, lucid dream. Mm. it's like her thing um and she tried to teach me like how to do it you can be taught how to lucid dream yeah yeah so like when you're on that cusp of like falling asleep yeah and you know you're falling asleep Mm -hmm. you make the conscious decision to say i am dreaming 
This is what my mom, Lisa, who's oh. like a fucking... We should have her on the show. We should. I She's like a, a sleep dream. guru. She's okay. amazing. She, yeah. So she said that you just like make the conscious decision to say, I know I'm asleep uh-huh. and I'm in charge, basically. Hmm. And then you can control your dreams and the direction that they go. Yeah. So I think that definitely during that like weird time yeah you're probably vulnerable and probably really like suggestible yeah you know and also so when you pointed out like the twitching thing so Mm -hmm. for me that state for me personally is when I have just the weirdest dreams oh totally so like one time I dreamt that and it was literally I I was on the couch I was about to go to bed watching tv but I fell asleep on the couch yeah and so I had I dreamt that I was falling off of a building (gasps) and I I mean it legit felt like I was falling and I woke up like I twitched and I woke myself up before I hit the ground Uh and I actually twitched and it I fell off the couch because of it. <gasps> oh no! Yeah, so it was almost like I it like translated into real life, yeah. and I actually did fall. Oh, yeah. It's like Dream Nicole pushed Waking Nicole. Oh, <gasps> there are two versions of me. There's two versions of everyone, babe. <laughs> so Tina, the uh, psychotherapist, mm-hmm. she also says that these hallucinations are more common in young adults and women. Oh. Which goes back to our point before that women are the ones primarily experiencing this. Mm-hmm. She also says that certain drugs can make you more susceptible to these types of experiences, which makes sense. Totally. As well as stress, anxiety, depression, trauma, they can all make someone more prone to hallucinations or just wacky dreams. Have you ever had a dream where you feel like you've been like, not had sex with a ghost because I know you haven't, mm-hmm. but like, like touched, like you're physically like, you feel it in the dream. Yeah, yes, I definitely have. Had. I, I wonder if that's sort of similar. Yeah, I would think so. I would think it's somewhere along those lines. Yeah. So when I was doing my research on this one, I was looking for like some historical like moments mm-hmm. about sex with ghosts, <laughs> and there was a lot about like demonic sex with yeah you know um which we'll talk about in a moment yeah. but there were a couple things i want to bring up that i think sort of fit into this mm-hmm. that i thought were sort of interesting so i've never read the bible i'm not a jesus guy i've never read the bible either do people read it some people do yeah it's okay. not an easy read it's like chaucer and then the Bible and then Shakespeare, right? <laughs> like, as terms of, like, how hard, how hard it is yeah. to read. Yeah, it's super difficult. Well, um, surprise, the Christian Bible has an account of spirit sex in oh, it. Oh, okay. Which is super hot. So I'm going to read this. And if I get Jesus' words wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, okay. And I quote from the Bible. Now... It came about when men began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, and the sons of God, Elohim, which is God's name? I, I've never heard that. But. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful, semicolon, and they took the wives for themselves, whomever they choose. Genesis 6, colon, 1-6. Is that how you Genesis, read? I think you would say Genesis 6, 1-6. I don't know. I, 
I honestly don't know. Well, Genesis number six. There's six of them at least. <laughs> so in this, the sons refer to fallen angels, oh. which I saw were interpreted as spirits. Mm-hmm. Some people say like celestial beings. Mm-hmm. So I guess that could be aliens. But mm-hmm. honestly, that's a whole other podcast and that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I think we could both go off the deep end with that one but for the sake of this hour ish long episode we should probably just let that one go for now yes so the sons again that they're referring to are fallen angels which can be interpreted as spirits Mm -hmm. so there's like a little weird moment in there where i guess people had sex with ghosts almost and got pregnant from it yeah well we'll we'll get into that a little bit later okay okay i got a little something about that yeah okay i'm very excited Mm -hmm. okay Uh, another one i found was chinese ghost marriage which i am obsessed with chinese ghost marriage yes so okay so when i started my research this was the first thing that i found that made me want to Uh like do an actual episode on this okay i'm obsessed it's like my favorite thing ever so Chinese ghost marriage. (laughs) In Chinese tradition, a ghost marriage, or I'm going to try to say this word, but sorry if I butcher it, Ming Hun, Mm -hmm. Ming Hun, maybe, which means spirit marriage, is a marriage in which one or both parties are deceased. Whoa. How how can two spirits marry if they're both dead? Do, Do they like ask a living person to marry them? Or do they just find like a ghost minister? Oh, good one. <laughs> it's giving me like Beetlejuice vibes a little bit. Oh, totally. Right? <gasps> I know. I didn't even think of that. So ghost marriage, it seems like it's practiced in like a lot of areas of the world. Um, mm-hmm. In France, they started doing it in like the late 50s. Okay. And then it's super popular in South Sudan also. Interesting. Okay. So that's fun. So these marriages, they're set up by the family of the deceased, and they're performed for a number of reasons, including like a marriage of an engaged couple before one of the members' death. So like one of them's like terminally ill and they want to get married before. Okay. Yeah. So they're like dying. Oh, okay. And then it's also used to integrate an unmarried daughter into a family lineage, which is a whole thing in like Chinese culture, like an unmarried woman- you don't want to be like an unmarried woman, basically, is what I've read. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, this is also to ensure that the family line is continued or to maintain a birth order, which is also, I guess, super important. Uh-huh. So the younger brother, hypothetically, cannot be married before an older brother. Wow. That's like a, a respect thing. See, that's actually kind of heartbreaking, though, because the whole... I understand, like, the engaged couples getting married before, like, one of them is going to die, but then... Right. which is sweet, actually. Yeah, it's very sweet, but the thing with, like... So they would marry... If somebody... If a daughter wasn't married, they'd marry her to somebody who had already passed, just so she would have technically a husband? Yeah. We... Yeah. So okay. I read in this book called The Parental Perspectives on the Significance of Marriage. Uh-huh which is a book that I read. Um, <laughs> it's by Charlotte, Charlotte Eagles, maybe Eccles. 
And in the book, she says, traditionally, girls who do not marry were regarded as a threat to the entire family. Whoa. And they were not allowed to continue living at home. Even in contemporary Hong Kong, it's believed that an unmarried woman are assumed to have psychological problems. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Presumably, no normal person would remain unmarried voluntarily. Sure. Right. I mean, totally not. It's like it's 2020. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I guess back in the the, the day it was. Traditionally. Mm-hmm. But all cultures are different. You true. know. Very But true. you know what? Girl, if you're listening right now and you're like, I don't need no man. Let me tell you. You don't need no man. So she continues on to say that for girls who choose to remain unmarried, a bride initiated spirit marriage or a ghost marriage initiated by like a living bride mm-hmm. is a successful quote marriage resistance practice. Oh. So it allows a woman to kind of remain single while still technically being married into a family lineage. Okay. However, some people frown upon this and they call it like being like a fake spirit marriage or mm-hmm. I don't really understand what this means. It's called a sp- marrying a spirit tablet. But it's basically like a way to avoid marriage and like be like you're yeah. quote unquote married, but like you don't, he's super right. dead, so you don't have to deal with that. Yeah, it seems like it's just the thing to like appease like your parents or your grandparents to be like, well, I'm married. Right. Like get off my back, right. grandma. Right. Like, sorry, I can't bring him to the barbecue. He's been <laughs> dead for 10 years. It just seems like it's like a roundabout way. So. To make it so they were technically married, but they didn't have to be married to a physical man. Right. So you don't have to, like, introduce your daughter. Like, yeah. this is Nicole. She's unmarried. Which, I mean, it sounds like the best case scenario for both parties, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, whatever whatever works, right? Right. Well, in the ghost marriages, which, me- I mean, many of, the, like, the traditional actual marriage rites are observed. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, a full wedding for them. However, mm-hmm. since one or sometimes more parties, both mm-hmm. of them can be deceased. Right. They're not allowed to represent themselves. Most often, they make effigies of these people, like mm-hmm. mannequins or dolls, yeah. made of paper, bamboo, and they always dress them in clothing. Okay, creepy. And then the effigies are burned after the ceremony. So it's not ghost sex, but it's like a loophole to like be married to a spirit yeah a deceased person a spirit a ghost yeah so i have a question Mm -hmm. what are the rules with a ghost marriage though like (gasps) is the living person allowed to have a relationship with another living person i don't know or is that like considered cheating or would it only be cheating if they had relations with another ghost Ooh. and are there ghost hall passes (gasps) What if <laughs> what if a ghost meets his celebrity ghost crush? Is he able to do whatever he wants with that ghost? Yeah. Even though he's married to a living person. Well, I... Mm, so many questions. <laughs> so, you know what? These are also very good questions. Mm. Um, these are also questions that I would like to raise because I do not know. <laughs> I'm going to assume that... I feel like there's no rules. I, I feel know. like there are rules, but probably they don't follow them. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. it's like, what are you going to do? Haunt me? You're already fucking haunting me. <laughs> and also, if you're getting kind of like married to a deceased person against yeah. your will because your family's embarrassed mm-hmm. of you, you're probably like, 
fuck him fuck brad he dead well i don't know if brad even wants to marry the living person you can't you don't know that that's true so it's just a weird situation to me weird situation overall so many crazy stories so little time in this podcast we'll do the work we'll find the craziest best stories out there and bring them to you every week hopefully this will help you get through the craziness that is going on in the world and of course there will be booze welcome to booze and bullshit Okay, so do we want to talk about incubuses and succubuses or yeah. incu- incubi and Ooh. succubi? <gasps> and we're not talking about the band here, obviously. No. Very what? good band, though. So with ghost sex can also come ghost rape. That makes me feel sad. Yeah, it's not the greatest, but an incubus is considered a male demon and they are known for assaulting women. Typical. Yeah. So the name incubus comes from the Latin word incubo, which means nightmare. Whoa. Yeah. Scary. And it's it, heavy. It's also in connection with the Latin word incubare, which means to lie in, which is pretty <gasps> spot on representation of what an incubus is. Why did I just get goosebumps? Maybe there's an incubus among us. So... Incubi are extremely hard to get rid of once they have their eyes on a, on a specific victim. They're said to be malevolent. They force themselves on humans while they sleep. Ugh. Some cultures say demonic entities had sex with the archangel Samael. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And their offspring became the incubus and the succubus. While yeah. others blame it on Lilith who is also known as Adam's first wife, who also, fun fact, in some histories is thought to be the mother of vampires. Yeah. So I've kind of looked into Lilith. I love Lilith. I fucking love Lilith. I love her so much. Dude. Well, so listen to this, because Lilith is practically my hero. (laughs) Okay, I'll save the name for you. So the story goes that... She was Adam's first wife, right? Right. She refused to honor him as her leader. Sick. And she felt that they were equals. So instead of just bowing down to him like she was supposed to. Right. She was like, I'm out. So she goes exploring on her own because hell yeah. She's like, I'm not going to let no man tell me what to do. She started Lilith Fest. Yeah. So she, as she was exploring on her own, she ran into some demons. and As one does. She decided that she liked hanging out with them a lot more than she liked hanging out with Adam. Fuck yeah, dude. So he was too controlling. So she decided she was just going to bang them instead. Oh. And then she gave birth to Lilium, which are also known as Incubi and Succubi. I do not hate this origin story. Yeah. To be honest, I kind of fucking love it. I love it. Incubus, back on the topic. <laughs> Incubuses, Sorry. incubi. Incubi. They, incubi. They can supposedly shapeshift into oh. different appearances. Okay, so they could be like Michael B. Jordan. Uh, well, their most common form is a human-like form, but... Yeah. It's often said that they can be seen as very attractive to their victims or yeah. sometimes 
even take the form of someone who the victim may know <gasps> and potentially have a liking to or a crush on. So just throwing it out there. If any Robert Pattinson incubi lookalikes want to come into my room at night, be my guest. Ooh. So Arabic folklore calls them jinn, which I've always thought of as genies. I think it's a different spelling. Okay. But I'm don't quote me on that. Okay. But I mean, I guess whatever, we'll go with it. I'm in a sense they kind of are they're spirits. Yeah, spirit. Sort. Yeah. So ancient Celtics mm-hmm. call them Ducios. Mm. African tales call them Popobawa. I like that one. So they're seen in a lot of different cultures. So it's not just like it, it's it's a widely widely known thing. Yeah, I saw that too when I was doing research. That basically every culture has, has their some, version. Yeah, some sort of version yeah. for sure. Like I saw a lot of not to interrupt or derail here, mm-hmm. but I saw a lot of what are called wailing women. Oh, which is very interesting to me, and they sort of all follow like the same theory here, yeah. where like a woman either died during childbirth. Or died at the hands of like her abusive partner. Mm-hmm. And then she took it out on men forever. And mm. she would seduce them. Like somewhere in between like a succubus and like a siren. Yeah. And she would lead them to their death. Oh. And if I right. ever die, which I'm not dead yet, so who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope to achieve wailing woman status. <laughs> My goal in life is to become a wailing woman. Cheers, babe. So there have also been tales that incubi have been able to conceive children, Mm. which is what you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. So the half-human, half-demon offspring is referred to as a cambion or cambion. So cambions are described as super attractive. Okay. They possess a supernatural kind of charisma to humans. Really? Yeah. So basically any like really super hot person that everyone just loves like a celebrity almost so they're also (laughs) said they're also said to have uh supernatural powers like teleportation super speed super strength super stamina super agility and they also have healing powers whoa so i kind of want to talk about the female version of the incubus yeah we've had enough and that's the (laughs) That's the succubus. Mm -hmm. So succubus also means spirit bride. Very cool. So cool. They can be found in cultures all over the world, just like the incubus. Mm -hmm. India has the Yakshini. Arabia has Quarinha. Very cool. Native Americans have the Deer Woman. China has Mogwai. And Greece has Lamia. Whoa. So they're described also as beautiful women. Always. Because their main point in life is to seduce men. So obviously they're also sometimes seen with bat or other type of wings on their backs. Really? And you know what it reminds me of? So have you seen the movie VHS? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, the one story where the guys bring the girls back to, they have like the camera and the glasses and they bring the girls back to the hotel room. Yeah. And the one girl turns into like that extremely creepy half woman creature with large eyes. And Uh then she eventually has wings and she takes the guy up in the air. Yeah. I picture that is kind of being a succubus. Absolutely. Like if you were ever on like Reddit and like Mm -hmm. (laughs) even now, 
the early 2000s yes it's like the only thing people ever like put on there was like super sexy like big like titty like can we say titty we don't care we're gonna say titty. like big titty giant wing like super sexy ladies and they're yeah. like like this is like my ideal woman because like they were goth and like mm-hmm. whatever like video game oh, status yeah. of like mm-hmm. what a woman should look like ten thousand percent but like plus wings yes. and she was also evil yes gosh that's not i said titties and then I'll, i said gosh <laughs> i don't know who i am but <laughs> so like incubi succubi attack at night duh they prefer their victims they actually prefer victims to have a strong religious connection really which i also read that incubi are the same way a lot of nuns actually have (gasps) stories about incubi no way yeah which is kind of interesting i feel like we should pause and talk about that for one second okay okay a nun is a woman that cannot have sex because she is technically married to God. Yeah. Priests too. Is this the out? Okay. Like you can't have sex, right? Yeah. But like, oh no, like an incubus came into my room and I was like, what? They're technically not breaking the rules. Yes. That's that whole little hours thing. Yeah. (laughs) Movie's hilarious. (laughs) It's a good movie. Oh, I, you know what? Honestly, get it, nuns. What's up? Who cares? Exactly. Succubi are said to visit sleeping men, just like Incubi. Mm-hmm. They have been said to drain them of blood, drain men of breath, mm-hmm. of life, life energy, and semen. Well. And they don't, <laughs> they don't necessarily need to be in a man's room to do this. So they can enter through a man's dreams and absorb their energies that way, which some say can lead to the man. It can lead the man to experience sleep paralysis. Okay. Which I found a lot of information about in connection with incubuses and succubi. Right. So it's something to think about if you are one of those people. I don't experience sleep paralysis. I know some people kind of do on and off. But it's something to think about if you experience it. You could be getting visited by a succubus or an incubus. Yes. This is another thing my mother has. Mm-hmm. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. And she sees people in her room. Yeah. And it's, I, com- it's so common. I know for a fact that room is haunted. It's super common. Yes. Um, that's very interesting to me because mm-hmm. I've, I've seen that a lot that like yeah. the incubus or succubus like lays on your chest and you have this feeling of like pressure you can't move the same thing with the ghost sex. And, and they're and they're draining you of yeah. your energy and if you're afraid of something you're that's gonna generate more energy and they're just sucking that out of you kind yeah. of like colin robinson <laughs> from what we do in the shadows colin robinson colin robinson it's actually kind of the same thing, though. It's very similar. It's 100% the same thing. Just sexier. It's so much sexier. He's not sexy. No. This, very sexy. So sexy. So I also read that some people believe that the way in which Cambian are created, going back to what you were saying about the children and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the theory is that um, Cambian are created by a succubus. So she comes to a sleeping man at night she takes his semen, absorbs his semen. Then she trans- as one does. As one does, she transfers it to an incubus. 
Really? And then the incubus uses that semen transferred from the succubus to impregnate a female victim, creating a cambion. So they have like that demon connection. I love this. Isn't it crazy? It's so crazy. This is very cool, and I would not think of it this way. No. I would think immediately incubus to a human yeah. female. But they but they don't tech they're spiritual. They don't have any they don't have that, that the physical thing. So Whoa. So okay. Crazy. So a succubus takes a man's Yes. Semen. Yes. Like r- runs it through her demon track. Gives it to an incubus. <laughs> Shakes it up in her little shaker. <laughs> hands it to this incubus named yeah. Steve, I'm sure. Um totally. Steve Gives it, gives it to a to human a woman, woman and, and she, she gets births a yeah. half demon. Yeah. That's the theory. I'm here for it. That's fucking awesome. I'm here for it too. It's actually pretty cool. That's like the most metal birth story ever. <laughs> like the women that like go through like 48 hours of birth. Ugh, terrible. That thing's a demon. Yeah. I'm just putting that out well, there. Well, your, your do- son or daughter is going to be so beautiful. Oh so God. they'll probably either be a model or an mm-hmm. actor. So mm-hmm. regardless, I want to talk about some real stories because there yes. are so, so many, so many. Yeah. And again, all I found were women. Yeah. Same. Yes. So I want to talk about one that I am seriously, I'm obsessed with this woman. Okay. <laughs> okay. Her name is Amethyst Realm. Okay. Is that her birth name or did she just give her that name because that is the coolest name i've ever heard in my life i don't know either way she deserves it amethyst realm yeah and she has like this like beautiful like really like curly wild like flowing hair Mm. she is like close your eyes picture what you think an amethyst realm would look like i picture like a stevie nicks type where she's just like frolicking in fields with like flowy clothing and super wild hair that is a 10,000% this woman. Really? But she also... Okay. She's like our age. Okay. So she's like 30 oh. and she's British. Oh. Okay. So, so she's like way just cooler because she's British and classier. Well, so. yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and she's a professional spirit guide, which is a very cool job. So she's already opened. To me, her profession seems to lend itself to sort of like experiences with ghosts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I feel like... The average person may not have, like, this sort of opening that she has. Yeah. Like, think about how much she's just just open in general to spirits, like ghosts. Uh-huh. And then I saw this clip of her on a British talk show. It's called The Morning. Mm-hmm. I wish we had it. It's basically, like, gossip but televised. So she said that she first met her very first ghost lover mm-hmm. when her husband was away on business trips. Oh, convenient. Uh-huh. Her husband would leave for like a couple weeks at a time, and she started to kind of feel like this presence in the house with her. Creepy. Okay. One night, she said that the presence was giving off a sexual energy. Oh. So she naturally dressed in very <laughs> sexy lingerie. So natural. Of course. Who wouldn't? She laid down in the guest bed uh-huh. and basically cheated on her husband with this ghost. Is it considered cheating, though? I don't know. I feel like, like I said earlier, there are no rules. I guess uh, I guess it would be cheating if she, like, ditched her husband to be with a ghost, but I don't know. Well, I, <laughs> wait till the end. Oh, oh, okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you feel a sexual, spirity presence, yeah. and you're like, I'm going to dress in lingerie, <laughs> maybe light a candle, maybe I'm going to bottle of wine. 
Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far. You are full on cheating on him. Okay, yeah, that's that's. If yeah. you're just sleeping and a ghost has sex with you, it's not cheating. No, yeah, no. Even if you're like, yeah, ghost. Let's she do went this. out of her way. She straight up changed she... the affair went on for months and months. <laughs> oh my god. Her husband would leave on these trips. Okay, she'd get all sexy for her ghost man. He'd come back. And then one day, her husband very inconveniently came back a little early and found them. (laughs) I don't know why this is so funny to me. (laughs) You know what, Amethyst? Get it, girl. Because You do you. You do you. So her husband, who remains nameless, okay, (laughs) Okay. um, he came home one day early from this business (gasps) trip. Oh, my God. And get this. (laughs) He saw a silhouette of a man. In the second story window of their house. (gasps) No. Yes. He stormed into the house to confront them. Okay. Thinking his wife is cheating. Right. There was no person there with her. Okay. (laughs) And in this clip that I saw from this morning show, Uh Amethyst is pissed about this because she's like, I've never even seen him. I've only felt his presence. And she's never seen him? She's never seen him. But he showed himself to her husband. <laughs> That's petty. That is fucking ballsy, dude. You're like, you know what? You're going to leave in with this alone? It's my town now. This is my house. You get out. Unnamed husband. Uh, I'm the ghost in these pots. That's right. That's right. So Amethyst decided that she preferred her ghost lover to her husband. Okay. Um, She broke up with him. Straight up left this human man for a ghost, <laughs> and she never ever looked back. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. If that's not the biggest insult, that's hilarious. It's amazing. It's so hilarious. It's my favorite breakup story. <laughs> Amethyst has since said that she's had at least 20 ghost partners. Oh, shit. Yes. Go, girl. Right? And get this she got engaged, <gasps> Mazel Tov girl, to a ghost. No. In 2018. Oh, my God. That's the best story ever. She met her ghost lover in Australia. She said she was walking through the bush, and then something else was in her bush. (laughs) Is that a direct quote? No. Okay. Um, But she did say she was walking through the bush, and she felt this very ancient and very wise and very kind spirit. Mm. She said he was emotional. He had a physical presence with her. So she said on this talk show that she very much would like to marry him, mm-hmm. but she doesn't want to scare him away. Okay. At the time, like I said, she wanted to marry him. And surprise, surprise, a few months later, he popped the question. He popped the question? He did. So they got engaged at a place called Wookie Hole. Wow. Which is a beautiful cave formation in the UK. I looked mm. it up. Very romantic. Mm. And it was during this proposal that she first heard his voice. She said it was sort of hard to explain, but until that point, his words were inside my head. But on that day, the words were outside. Hmm. She added that he sounded deep, sexy, and very real. Oh, I'm glad he sounded sexy. Wouldn't it be the worst if he was like, hi? I'm your ghost friend. Oh, um, actually, I'm seeing a human, so... Bye. <laughs> so they planned their wedding for the following summer. Mm. And actually, a British hotel offered to host the wedding for free. Well, hell yeah. Super sweet. 
So she also said she wants to have children with this ghost. Although she admits she doesn't exactly know how that would work out. Yeah. Yeah. And also, she isn't 100% sure that her phantasmal fiancé is a male or female. But she doesn't care. She's open. She likes the wine, not the label. You're going to Schitt's Creek that right there? That's my favorite show. (laughs) Me too. So, yeah. I love that. So, I have another story here. Yay. And I'm going to read you. This is firsthand account by a woman named Sean Jameson. Okay. So even though currently she's dating a real life man. Mm, human. Okay. Yeah. She, <laughs> Sean is 26 and she claims to have had sex with a ghost from the 19th century. Oh, probably a gentleman then. Mm. So after she and her long-term boyfriend had broken up, she okay. was kind of like heartbroken. She rented a 16th century cottage in Aberystwyth. A a berry swith? I have no idea how to pronounce that. It's in West Wales. Anyways, it was a 16th century cottage, so super old history. That's the point we're going for here. So she claims that there was a painting of a handsome man hanging in the cottage above the mantelpiece. Mm. And she says it was dated all the way back to 1820. And she says that as soon as she walked in the room, she was just immediately taken aback by this painting. So she says, a few months after I'd moved in, I woke one morning to find a dark haired, very good looking young man lying next to me. (gasps) Nothing wrong with that. I know. Mm -hmm. Not going to argue. He was fully clothed in a loose white t-shirt, a neck scarf, and old fashioned breeches. So dressed way out of this time get it in those old-fashioned breeches so she says he had a kind of shimmer to him as if he was behind a fluttering curtain oh my gosh so she actually saw him which is interesting because yeah this so that she didn't so i guess it appears to people in different ways maybe so she says i told myself i was dreaming and i rolled away from him also she was in that like kind of dreamlike state oh yeah so she says she's dreaming she rolls away from him she says as i faced the wall i slowly realized i wasn't asleep and suddenly i was frozen with fear oh i can imagine yeah she says i felt a hand on my waist but the touch was strange it was light and cool I looked at the man again and realized he was the man from the painting. We ended up making love for an hour. An hour? (laughs) He was very gentle. Even when he moved on top of me, pressing down, he felt almost weightless. It was very strange, but the sex was amazing. (gasps) So I've included a picture of the painting of this guy. Okay, I'm going to put it on the social medias. He's pretty hunky. For an 1820s hot. He's like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. The jawline. You know what? He's I got wouldn't it. kick that ghost out of bed. He's got it. For sure. So she says, we made love three times before oh he vanished forever. I'm blushing. She says, I sobbed when he left. I guess I had fallen in love. Oh, Sean. That's so, so sad. Um, so she also says, when I told a couple of close friends about it, they looked at me as if I I were mad. She said, I just laughed it off, said something about eating too much cheese, <laughs> then kept quiet afterwards, oh. which I love that she blames it on cheese. Yeah, for sure. And her friends are just like, right, yeah, that's the cheese. It's, that's why. 
Oh, oh do man. you want to talk about some fun? Absolutely. So many celebrities do that so they've had many. sex with ghosts. So many. Let's well, hear all of them. I picked some of my favorites. Okay. Okay. I didn't do all of them. This mm. was like 86,000. Yeah. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about, have you seen Paranormal Activity 2? Yes. I've okay. seen, I think, all of them. Well, one of the actresses, well, her name is Natasha. Okay. Balasik, I think. She has had sex with two ghosts. Oh. And she is quoted as saying, I could feel the weight of a body on top of me. Yeah. I couldn't see anybody, but I could feel the energy. That's that's a big thing. It's like that feeling the energy. Yes. Everyone all, says that. All of these. She says, I could feel the warmth. And at first I was very confused about all of that. But then I just decided to relax. And um, it was like really, really pleasurable. <laughs> I bet it was, Natasha. Yes. And Lucy Liu. Mm, yes. I love Lucy. I, I saw her her name pop up yes. researching this. She is like a big... This is actually the first time I ever heard of someone having sex with a ghost. It's really? Lucy Liu. Hmm. Yeah. So in the 90s, she said that she had a sexual encounter with a ghost. Mm-hmm. She said she was trying to take a nap on her futon. There you go. Falling asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. She said, quote, some sort of spirit came down, God knows from where, and made love to me. She said, it was sheer bliss. Mm. I felt everything. I climaxed, and then he just floated away. It was almost like what might have happened to Mary and how it felt. Something came down and touched me, and it kind of just washed over me. Mary as in uh, Jesus's mother? Yes. So, I don't know. Maybe Mary did have relations it's quite possible with a spirit and i don't i you know i kind of like that actually yeah yeah i'm here for that for sure another one that i love anna nicole smith Mm, i read that too bless she said that she's had like repeated encounters with Mm, a ghost mm -hmm. she said in this article that i read that a ghost would crawl up my leg and have sex with me at an apartment a long time ago <laughs> in Texas. Hmm. She said, I used to think it was my boyfriend. And then one day I woke up and it wasn't. <laughs> it was like a spirit. How do you just be like, oh, I, it's totally my boyfriend. And then one day you realize it's not. She said, well, you know what? He's never hurt me. And he just gave me some amazing sex. So I have no problems. Yeah. So she was asked in this interview if she thought maybe it could just be a dream. Yeah. And Anna Nicole Smith rebutted with, it was not a dream. Mm-hmm. It was happening every single night. I told Whoa. my boyfriend, he didn't believe me, of course. Wow. Every night. The only male I could find mm-hmm. that has admitted to having sex with a ghost was, of course, Dan Aykroyd. What? I love yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Me too. I think we should... You know, he's like a spiritualist, like the church of spiritualism. Yes. Dan Aykroyd is like the world's biggest ghost believer in her. I Okay, well, just more reason to love him. And you saw Ghostbusters. Ah, duh. Yeah, I did. So you remember when his character was given a blowy by a ghost lady? (laughs) She was like a super sexy ghost. Yes. Well, the real Dan Aykroyd had a very real life ghost adventure. He's quoted as saying he felt a unseen presence in Mm. my bed, no less, when I lived in Mama Cass's Hollywood estate. 
Who's Mama Cass? What? She's a singer. From the Mamas and Papas? Oh, okay, okay. Monday, Monday. I know know who you're talking about. Yeah. Say Mamas and Papas. Okay, I got it. Okay. So he was living in Mama Cass's Hollywood estate. Uh And in a 2013 interview with Esquire magazine, he reported also cuddling with a male ghost in his bed. And he said, I'm just going to roll over and snuggle up next to him adorable i if you couldn't love dan Aykroyd more i love him i know i love him i love it kesha i've heard kesha too yeah yeah so she wrote a song called supernatural yeah. which is about having sex <laughs> with her ghost sex yeah. um i didn't find too much like too many quotes from her yeah on this one but she did say and i quote my vagina must be haunted um okay we're gonna leave that there we're not gonna say anything about that nope moving on <laughs> you know coco i love coco coco, coco austin i see his wife oh yes yes so she said she was groped by a perverted ghost okay i know coco no so she said quote i was watching tv and I was wearing a nightie, and I felt my dress move up my leg. Ew. I looked down, and I got totally freaked out. I pushed it back down, watched TV, felt it again, and I could see it being pulled up. And then I felt a guy breathing in my okay, ear. Okay, that's disgusting. <laughs> it's not wanted. And she said she hasn't had any experiences since she got married to Ice-T. Yeah, because Ice-T would fuck that motherfucker up. Dude, I mean, he, do you want to mess with Ice-T? Because no, you don't. He absolutely would fuck that motherfucker <laughs> up. Spirit or not. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think that's all we have. Yeah, that's all, that's all I have. <laughs> Super fun. So again, I just want to put this out there. If mm-hmm. anyone has any stories. Mm, so interested. Ugh, I'm obsessed. <laughs> if you've had sex with a ghost, if you know someone that's had sex with a ghost, if you just like really like Don't us, be embarrassed. Send it, send it to us. Yeah. We want to hear. We do. So jealous, not jealous, very jealous. Mm. Um, send it over to quite unusual pod at gmail.com. Or you can slippery slide into our DMs. <laughs> Um, maybe an inappropriate episode to say that on. Yeah. Um, we're on the face page. We're on the Instas. We're on the Twitters. Yeah. Oh, oh, what? We just, we just made a Facebook group. Oh yeah. So if you want to be in a community with a bunch of weirdos who mm-hmm. like this type of thing, safe space, <laughs> join our Facebook group because there's just a bunch of people like you feel free to... I mean, obviously say what you want in respect with to others. Right. But it's we just wanted to kind of create a community for people just to be weird together. That's right. Talk about your ghost stuff. Yeah. Talk about anything so you want. We're join, here for you. Join our Facebook group. Yes. You can find us at Quite Unusual Pod. On- Quite Unusual Podcast Group is the official name but yeah it's a group yeah. so join it yes join us there but we also i also have a listener mail that i think we should cap the episode off with perfect okay and if you have listener mail obviously like we always say send it to us because yes. we want to read them at the end okay so this one comes from one of our fellow podcasters named jt and he has a really amazing podcast called the paranormal sun yes Highly recommend it. Check it out. Yes. It's it's good. 
he sort of he moved to New Zealand, so he has like a slight accent. And to be completely honest, it's very soothing. So mm. get in on his episodes; they're very fun. Yes. So he says. To start off, sorry for not getting this through to you earlier. I stayed up about 30 hours straight trying to reset my sleep cycle, so I was just too tired to send this before bed. Parentheses, I didn't want to send you something that wasn't easy to follow. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, thanks, JT. (laughs) So without further delay, here you are. In 1996, I moved from central Illinois, and he says in parentheses, I pointed out as so many people think Illinois is only Chicagoland, which is very true. So true. Because we live in the Chicagoland area, which is northern Illinois. We're in like the suburbs, but there's like a whole other state. Southern Illinois is completely It's like Kentucky. Yeah, it's It's very completely different. So he says, I moved from central Illinois to southern California and specifically the area known as North County, the area of northern San Diego County that isn't just one huge city. So a suburb too. Yeah. So he says, I was living in a small town in the foothills and taking work anywhere I could find it. Luckily, around my 18th birthday, I got work in a small Italian restaurant. I worked there for about two years. The owners were a husband and wife, both from out of state, but had lived in California longer than I had been alive. (laughs) They were members for the hippie or flower children generation. Love that. Totally. They were tough, but fair. And we had a lot of fun. I can honestly say we didn't make much, but we always felt included there as a part of the family. One day they were having a discussion regarding something the husband had done or brought. And he said, I went with my intuition. Uh Uh-oh. And his wife said, you don't get to follow your gut feeling, remember? (laughs) Then she said, shall I tell JT why? Oh, no. He says, I knew from his eye roll I was in for a good one. It was 30 (laughs) years ago. Are you ever going to let it go? That's what the husband said? The husband said that, yeah. So the wife, she proceeded to tell me, JT, that they were both in college, dating, and were sharing an apartment. This was sometime between 1967, 1968. The husband was an aspiring musician, as many people were back then in the campus scene. Of course. Totally true. They were living somewhere on the fringe of L.A. I want to say Santa Monica, but I'm not certain. He says one day she got home and he had company. Okay. She told me she had an immediate feeling of uneasiness and dread and didn't know why. Okay, I just want to bring this up. Uh-huh. Ladies out there, follow your intuition. Totally, totally, totally. So he says she walked in and heard her boyfriend and another man jamming. Okay. The other man had shoulder-length dark hair, a mustache and a goatee, and was wearing a denim jacket and bell-bottom jeans. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. And Nicole keeps doing the peace signs. I do. <laughs> You can't see it. You can't see it. So she pulled her boyfriend to the side and said, who is this guy? I've never seen him before. I don't like him. And he replied, he's one of the best guitarists I've ever met, and he's taught me a lot already. I'm going to meet another couple of his friends tomorrow, Tex and Bob. (gasps) Oh, I just got goosebumps. Me too. I think I know where this is going. She asked him where, and he said they were all going to meet here. At their house. So she told him she didn't like this man. She couldn't put a finger. She couldn't put a finger on it, but she didn't trust him and felt he was creepy. She said, 
women's intuition was telling <gasps> her that he was bad news. Yes. I am getting the strongest yes. goosebumps right now. Yes. So her boyfriend said that he's a good guy. No. He's gentle. He's going to be a star. You're you're being paranoid. No. Ladies, again, trust your <laughs> intuition. If you think he's a creep, he's a fucking yes. creep. So she told him that if they came there the next day, he would ring. She would ring the police to escort them away, and that if he didn't want her to make a scene, he would stop hanging out with this guy. She asked if he had a criminal record, and he replied, "Yeah, he said something about being arrested and inside for some trumped-up charges." Oh. She told him, in no uncertain terms, if he didn't end the friendship that he could find somewhere else to sleep. Although, very angry, her boyfriend said he would come up with some excuse. Get him, girl. You tell him. (laughs) Flash forward to 1969. The couple were watching the 6 o'clock news, and they were talking about some horrific murders in L.A. when she said, Hey, who's that? Isn't that your friend Charlie? Holy shit. Oh, my God. No. I... So, if you haven't worked it out, the creepy guy in the denim (laughs) was no other than the infamous Charlie Manson. Oh, my gosh. I am freaking (gasps) out. I have fucking goosebumps. Same. His friends that the boyfriend was going to meet were Charles Tex Watson. Holy fucking shit. And Robert Boussoulet. Bobby. Bobby. Texan Bobby and Charles Manson. That is why 30 years on, and probably to this day, he could never live down his gut feeling that this guy was gentle and a star in the making. Holy (gasps) shit. Oh my God. Hope you enjoyed. Swing by the website sometimes, ladies, and keep trucking. JT. Oh my God. Holy fucking shit. That is the coolest thing I've probably ever heard. No. In that my lifetime. That is fucking terrifying, dude. They could have been in on the Manson murders. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I just want to say, JT, par- the Paranormal Son, his podcast, listen to it. Thank you so much for the story. This was amazing. Yes. JT, I know you're listening. That is fucking horrific. I'm... That is the scariest story I've ever heard in my entire life. Wow. Thank you for writing in. And seriously, you guys, check out The Paranormal Sun. It's a really great podcast. Um, Friends of the pod here. If you guys have any sort... I'm sorry. I don't think your story is going to rival this one. Yeah, this is like probably the best one we've ever had and will ever have. This is amazing and horrifying at the same time. Uh If anyone has any stories, if you like what you hear, if you don't like what you hear... Write us. We're at the quite unusual pod yeah. at gmail.com. Um, check us out on the social means. And Join then, our Facebook group. Yes, it's super new. We love you. Come, Come hang with us. Yes, we want to hang with you. And I'm just going to put this out there. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. If you leave us a review. Yeah. Let us know. We'll send you a sticker. We'll send you a sticker and we'll send you like a little note. Yeah. And we'll send you a picture of Charles Manson that I'm going to plagiarize his signature on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes. A fake Charles Manson I'm going to send you a fake Charles Manson autograph. Okay. And remember to celebrate the strange. Oh, and keep it so unusual. 
Bye. Bye.